this is nothing. A podcast by Nate Mack. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to This Is Nothing podcast of Wikipedia Be a Garden. We out here pulling meads. My name is your horny little train boy, Toot Toot, Matt Rossi. And I'm Nate. I'm uh, the swamp thing you found swamp in your pockets. washing machine. I'm old swamp pockets. There we go. That's old swamp pockets no, over on. there. I can come up. You're just, you interrupted me with my no, last week last nickname. We agreed that that was the one you liked. You said you liked that one and yeah, you wanted to keep it. Things change. Okay, well what do you want now? I'm your uh I'm your uh the locket of your beloved Daisy Chain, Nate Nate Anderson. What did that mean? Nate, was that better? No. Was that better than well, Swamp now, Pockets? I uh I um I I'm your um I'm your soup lagoon, Nate Anderson. Soup lagoon. <laughs> soup lagoon cool. is this week's good pretty one. Pretty cool. Yeah. Now, Nate by the time everybody's listening to this episode, we are officially hammered. <laughs> dry January, and they will know yeah. that we we were hammered for this one, bud. It's yeah, February first, which means yeah. dry January is over. Yeah, now it's time for wet February. Yeah, we're soup gonna... February, Swamp, Fed wet February, swampy February. Uh, what would be a good? Let's start with an F. We need alliteration here. Thonuary. Fe- <laughs> Toyota Thonuary. <laughs> Nothing sounds good in February. February. Ford truck month. <laughs> By the way, I know this is a segue right now. We're, the podcast has started and the topic is wet. We'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> trivia. Hold, hold the fuck up. All right. Just relax. Just wait. Just wait your turn. Wait your turn. Me and Nate have some things to talk about. One is... Like um, the movie Airheads, 1994. No, we do not need to talk about Airheads or Avatar 2, The Way of Water, even though that is a good wet topic. Holy shit, how we did we not it. do that? Well, I don't know. We haven't started Because we yet. haven't seen it either. <laughs> but um, uh, great trivia team name, especially they left early. This happened the, un- the other night. Oh. They left early. Yeah. And the team name was Where's Dad? <laughs> so Nick, the trivia host, is like, and coming in at last place is Where's Dad? Where's Dad? Where's Dad? Where's Dad left? And he's like, oh, fucking, that was the joke, wasn't it? It was like, they fucking knew they were going to leave. That's pretty good. I like a team name that involves an action. Like, uh... <laughs> 86 that team and then that team is just already drunk every time and it's like 386 yeah they already got it they yeah. knew they, they were coming in it or like uh 86 I, buffalo wings <laughs> sorry we spilled that drink like you're you're waiting you know i'm underage i'm underage <laughs> they had a uh i had a um kind of a fan club at the last one too one of the guys that runs the extra room he he called his name and i was bartending he called his name nate the bartender comma he's so dreamy oh so that he had to say that every time and every time everyone was just like fuck yeah (laughs) and i'm just like that's my team that's cool (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, at least it's positive. Yeah. <laughs> at least it's not fuck the bartender. Don't tip this guy. <laughs> don't every tip him. time. Yeah. They're like, and in third place, fuck the bartender. Don't tip this guy. Um. Yeah, we're gonna be calling that name out a lot more. Hey, if you haven't claimed your prize, fuck Nate the bartender. Uh, we're looking for team fuck Nate the bartender. Don't tip this guy. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by the wet places of your mind. The wet places of your life. The wet parts. The best parts. I feel Rain, rivers, oceans, sweat, blood, cum. Evan Williams. Evan Williams. Jack Daniels. Jim Beam. Captain Morgan. Milk. Orange juice. Uh, grape juice. Purple stuff. Sunny D. All right. Jelly. That uh, water that comes out of the corn. Wait, can. hold on. Weren't we arguing about this the other day? What? About what constitutes a liquid? Yeah, I don't think jelly's wet. Oh, no. This is from something else. This is from like a uh, conversation about what you can bring on an airplane. Oh, yeah. And it was like, yeah, wait, what was that story? Cheese. Cheese. Yeah, it was cheese. Yeah. It's like, is it spreadable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's spreadable, That's it's a liquid. Great. If well, it's spreadable, it's considered a liquid. Yeah, we were talking about that. Well, then, honey, that. let me drink you up with my eyes. Because <laughs> you seem spreadable to me. You. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But it's funny. Um, I would never say it. I, I know some of my regulars would. <laughs> That's the thing is like remember these are jokes and we are uh, just joke meisters silhouettes of people at the, in this podcast. Um, yeah, what uh, what do you consider a liquid? When does something stop? Being I don't a think liquid? cheese is a fucking liquid unless no. it's melted. I guess anything is a liquid if it's melted, Nate. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, think about all the things that could turn into liquid when apply when like. A lot of heat is applied. Have you like a human body? You can liquefy a human body with certain chemicals in a bathtub. I'm gonna say if it, if you were to pour it onto a table, like a sta- I'm gonna say standard table. Which leave that leave that to your imagination. I'm gonna say all right, a four foot by four foot table, specifically wooden or. <laughs> Or like no, any four foot by four foot table. If you upend a cup full of this thing, if it's running off the edges of that table, that's a liquid. Okay. So see, jelly would not, could not. Okay. How about consider this? Uh, can you swim in it? <laughs> <laughs> see, and this is what I always tell people when they when they've told me, Matt, my biggest dream is to jump into a swimming pool, pool full, full of, of jelly. Like coins, Donald, like yeah, like oh. uh, like in Ducktales, sure. Uh, Scrooge McDuck, uh, in the in the intro to that is is jumping into a big pool of coins. Coins are not liquid. And my friends come up to me and they say, "I can't wait to be rich enough to dive into that pool." And I let I don't correct them. That's because, not what they mean when they say liquid assets. Yeah, that's not what they mean. That's a good joke, but. Well, I don't tell them because I someday am, I'm going to keep them in the corner of my eye. And then one day when they're like, Matt, I, I have built the swimming pool. Why are you, Matt, why are you covered in <laughs> coin-sized bruises? 
Now here's the thing. There would be no bruises from that. High you dive go, just, oh. Yeah, you go off a diving board you're head not first going into. In. <laughs> you're not going in. You're just going on top of it. You're like, ah, oh, fucking mistake. Let me let me t- let me ask you this. If you get a if you get a pool full of coins, are you just slowly wading your way in? No way. You're jumping high dive first time into that pool of coins. If you're unaware of the fact that those billionaire coins dead into a for solid, dumb cartoon duck reasons. That's <laughs> <laughs> coolest. The, the, that character, the reporter that doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, a dead cartoon duck, dead because didn't get it. <laughs> well, that reminds me of a uh, different story. This is going to be a very ping pong esque kind of episode. It's fine. My topics are silly. <sighs> They're wet. Can be short. Uh, yeah. The the remember when the CEO of Segway backed his Segway off a cliff and died. <laughs> Is that real? It's almost a spit take. That would have been yeah, good for was, the wet episode. It was, it was an ice take. <laughs> it was a. It was a. <laughs> understand it? Just blowing chunks of ice across. Like, how the cold are you internally? Uh, I'm enough that if you poured me upended onto a table, I would still slide off the sides. Um. Yeah, the Segway, uh, he was uh, letting, he was walking his dog on a Segway and got off the side of the sidewalk to let uh, someone walking their dog pass, and then he backed off a cliff and fell to his death. Holy shit. And uh, the joke was, like, because, you know, like, the headline's going to be pretty bad for his company that he heads, yeah. that he died because of the thing that he's in charge yeah. of. And he's, like, uh, flying through the air, flipping through the air, and his last thought might have been something like, this is bad for optics. <laughs> um, Let me start. Do you... All right. Let me How start at the beginning. second topic? That's to be decided. Same. Okay. Whatever, I have, I have a first one, because I yeah. may as well start at the beginning. This okay. is a segue not off a cliff. This is a segue into our podcast, starting with... The primordial ooze. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> oh, the man. origins of all life. May as okay. well start there, huh? Yeah, sure. That that's start at the beginning. So there's a lot of nicknames for this, and they're all sort of gross and funny. Okay, primordial soup, also called uh, the I've primordial goo, the prebiotic soup, and the prebiotic Ew. broth. <laughs> oh, how did broth broth worse than soup <laughs> yeah, in that broth context worse. i thought soup was going to be the worst way you could express this but so this is just like the wet mixings of shit that's not yet life but kind of alive you know listen like up all you pro lifers <laughs> so uh primitive earth to our podcast yeah i would love that uh, about four billion years ago Wet globs of molecules that may maybe have heartbeats and fins. We don't know yet. They might have eyes. It just might just be eyes. Just nothing else. Just liquid eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is. The primordial ooze, right? It's uh, it's when uh, that just the shit is just bubbling and there's energy and heat. And then, then the things are starting to be like, I have life, and it's not yet ready, so it just dies this again. This is kind of how the Orokai were, were born. No, not Orokai. No, orcs. This is how orcs were born in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they, they kind born of Born out spawned. of the primordial ooze. Yeah, the primordial ooze of Mordor is the orc sanctuary. I kind of like to think about it as like somebody takes a ladle, and they're just kind of being you know thorough, and they're like, it needs two eyes, so it grabs two eyes, and they're like, it needs a nose. And then they kind of spool it into a bowl, and they're like, and it needs teeth, and yeah, 
Well, I would say that a lot of this life form back then was much more liquid than anything else. I mean, I don't really understand the context of this thing. I've heard it used in, you know, in uh, science talks okay. or just like, you know, talks in general. I mean, it's I don't just really like, understand it. It's 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 just like enough, uh, like hydrogen, carbon, water vapor, ammonia, creating the first organic compounds based on pressure and heat. So this is way back in the day. Four billion years ago. Okay, cool, cool, Here's cool, a quote cool, from cool, Aristotle cool. that's going to not help anyone. But okay, it's, sweet. It has some funny words, it looks like. Thank God. Uh, so with animals... What? Okay. I, that's how it starts. It sounds like a comedian, almost. <laughs> this is Aristotle. This? So with him? animals, some <laughs> spring from parent animals, according to their kind, whilst others grow spontaneously and not from kindred stock. And of these instances of spontaneous generation... Not spontaneous combustion, spontaneous generation. Uh, Pop, there's life. Yo, and uh, call back to episode we did about spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous generation. Some come from putrefying earth or vegetable matter, as in the case with a number of insects, while others are spontaneously generated on the inside of animals out of the secretions of their organs. Oh. So thinking like that, but in terms of like a fucking swamp. You snot rocket onto the sidewalk and it becomes sentient. You're, you're like, fuck. I mean, that's that's a version. <gasps> Daddy. <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> God, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, don't please don't ever cut that clip and turn it into something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of context. That's going to be the new. That little spit, clip. <laughs> spit sound, Daddy. <laughs> that little clip is going to be the new. Uh, uh, you're doing great, Matt, or whatever the oh, fuck. Oh yeah, at the end, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I might. <laughs> I can't cut myself. All right, all right. We'll we'll be in talks about it. Yeah. So um, yeah, the primordial ooze. Uh, Darwin mentioned this. Uh, in his envisions of this, he called it a warm little pond. So think just like a little petri dish. When shit just starts slamming into each other in goopy fashion and just starts like growing spines and eyes and arms and hair and shit. <laughs> like the thing, but on microbial level. <laughs> I, I had so just many... wet screaming. That's why I imagine. Underwater <laughs> wet screaming. Wet screaming. I put wet laughter yeah. into a lot of our Instagram like promo things. It's and good. Why does adding wet to anything make it worse? You ever notice that? Except for a couple things. <laughs> um, look, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm gonna leave that there. But I'm saying most things. Let's say <laughs> most mundane things. One. I was. I was thinking though. <laughs> remember? So it was. It was recently the anniversary of the time that you and I found that spine in a chest. Yeah. Uh, if you guys d- didn't know about that, go back and listen to our episode about, I don't know, whatever. Spines. Was. I don't know. Yeah. Um, think about if that- we can't give shout outs to our own episodes if we can't actually <laughs> Yo, fucking- shout out to Jared in episode 15. Um, <laughs> uh, no, what, what if that spine in that chest had been wet? Oh, yeah. Worse, worse right? With, worse. Oh, if instead of finding it on the sidewalk, we found it like in the river, on oh, the banks of the river. Wet spine. Wet spine. I mean, it would have made it actually in that context would have been fine. It would I maybe would have brought it home. 
But the fact that we found it in a chest in the city is worse. And if that spine had been wet, it would have been double worse. But think about this. You got food. You got hot food. You got wet food. And the only people that like wet food is dogs and cats. No, not true. Do you like wet food? Yeah. What do you consider wet food? Soup. Not wet food. Okay. Can't can't be. uh, In my description of the table, it does make sense that it's wet food. But it's a liquid. I don't think that's wet food. I think wet food is. Does wetness exist? You take a hot dog and you put it under a faucet. (laughs) <laughs> and then you give it to somebody. That is wet food. You don't like a good sopping wet toast? You don't like a sloppy steak where you get full glasses of water and pour what it I onto do, the cooked steak? And What I like to do is get my toast out asshole. of the toaster, put it on a plate, pour orange juice into it. <laughs> Nate, Nate prefers... Uh, I want to see if anything be... will grow out of it. Oh, my God. Think about putting toast in a blender with orange juice and drinking <laughs> that. <laughs> you fucking maniac. <laughs> All right. Please continue about the primordial okay. news where things were just Not... being slopped together yeah, like yeah. spines and teeth and eyes. Yeah, it took a long time for anything to breathe and say daddy. But, it, you know, like eventually. <laughs> that would suck if that was the first thing that dinosaurs said. Daddy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they as babies they can speak english and yeah. then as they become adults they can't speak english anymore kind of like us uh <laughs> here it is you and me speak good english the hubris of man this is going to be the last part of the primordial ooze and it begins with an article i'm just going to read the article headline and we can contemplate that for a second and then uh and the tag here um Scientists recreate the primordial ooze. Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> Come on. It already happened. Just leave it alone. Believed to be the source uh, of all life and say it could prevent surgical infection. This puddle with eyes is awesome. <laughs> hey, guys, get in here. It's there, growing. There's a foot at the top of it now. Oh, and the foot His disappeared. His puddle became a foot. Yeah. Come on, uh, scientists. <clears throat> I like you guys, but you need to fucking chill out. Here is the tag. Th- that's the article headline. Okay. And this is the the coding, which can be easily reproduced. Really? <laughs> could be applied to implants such as catheters and bone replacements. I mean, that's like grafting a human ear onto a mouse kind of shit. Also, I would hate to go to the YouTube video where it's like, hey guys, what's up? Todd here. Wanted to give you five simple ways to really create a, a puddle of human uh, flesh. Proto prebiotic human broth. Human broth. <laughs> Wanted to give you five simple quick tips on how to make human broth. Number one, grab some salt, grab some vinegar, grab some, some peanut butter, and go out and get the first dead animal you find on the street. Now, what you're going to want to do is let it incubate, all right? So you're going to want to, like, start it in the kitchen sink, start it in a bathtub. Keep it wet. It's going to expand, all right? Introduce electricity. This is easy. You do not need to do that. (laughs) Throw it in the bathtub. Grab a toaster. Plug it in. As you can see, it's going to start to grow and sizzle. This is normal. Anyways, like and subscribe. Hit that hit that like button. Smash, Smash that, that like, like button. button. Yo, that's my brother, Tony. Hey, Tony, thanks for backing me up at the end of the podcast. YouTube. <laughs> Shit. Run. <laughs>
Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, fucking not great science. Like, come on. (laughs) This is like eight years ago, too. They have advanced. They call it a sticky brown prehistoric goo. I'm going to go ahead. Fuck. Why would you want to recreate this? You know, it's it's like, yeah, let's, I'm going to recreate the primordial ooze of which all life spawned on this earth and hope nothing goes wrong. I mean, it's like recreating the Big Bang, right? Because it's like you want to see like where all life came from. Brown I mean, there's sludge. There's something to study there. But the other part of me is like, I don't want, I don't want to be held responsible for something that's like, kill me! <laughs> yeah. Kill me! If I create something that can say that to me, I don't think, I don't think it's, it's, it's something I need to do. Well, Matt, you're not a scientist, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> um, My brain is small, and I don't, I don't need to worry about making... I'll go on YouTube, though, and make just make sure that maybe I'm not capable of it. I mean, like, accidentally creating the primordial ooze? Like, I feel like that happened in my car once. <laughs> Did <laughs> In high school, a boy's car could create a lot of things. Mold and bugs if they had babies there and you know four I had loco, mushrooms growing in mine four loco and energy drinks is kind of like the perfect liquid to help things grow live real, yeah <laughs> grow arms grow legs you know say daddy okay matt what you got for me it certainly helped a lot of girls say it um look <laughs> Or get God help or us. Or loco, please cut that because the topic that I'm going to say is a horrible lead into the topic I'm about no, to talk about. No, just tell um, us how four loco makes girls say daddy and use that as a segue. Wet t-shirt contests. So, God damn it! Look, I, I obviously, am, I, I was born in the '90s into the early 2000s. And what birth. that meant is that I would stay up late watching TV, and at 2 a.m., when you're watching Comedy Central, you can't get away from the TV commercial of Girls, 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 Girls. Wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, this is just something we all grew up with. I mean, here's the thing, man. Like, if, if women are at a stage that they want to do this, good for them. If it's in a supportive non-harassing way non-predatory in a non-predatory way where pe- where where people feel all right empowered great go for it nice it's ver- also something that just fucking exists and i think the history of it's pretty good so we all know what wet t-shirts are wet we all t-shirt know you're contests. a feminist just get us the um, titties all right <laughs> So anyways, boy, oh boy, do I love these things. <laughs> uh, now, that I've got, now that I've gotten that out of the way, man, oh man, I know wet is bad for food, but is it great for clothing? Hell yeah. Um, no, wet t-shirt contest. It is funny. I was like, I was scrolling through stuff and I thought to myself, oh God, what's going on with this? And then the section history came up and I said to myself, this is never a subject I thought would have a history bumper to it. Like, the history of the wet t-shirt. I was like... Is there, like, a weather section to it? Yeah, I was going to say, was it some girl was doing her laundry, and then it rained, and then the neighbor was like, fuck, yeah. You win first place. Yeah, like, 1920, he was like, holy shit, what? (laughs) No, so here's the history 
Um, also, if you don't know what a wet t-shirt contest is, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. That seems either like you're too young or too old. You're yeah, you're you're uh, secluding yourself from society, and for some reason have latched onto this one thing. So start somewhere different, like uh, cereal boxes. I don't know. Uh, so in the United States, skiing filmmaker Dick Barrymore claims in his memoir, Breaking Even, to have held the first wet t-shirt contest okay. at Sun Valley, Idaho's Boiler Room Bar. Okay, his fucking name, <laughs> like, his fucking name, like, on a registry would be Barrymore Dick, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Nate... Like, how quickly your brain picked that up is so weird. And also just, like, so unique and cool. Thank you. I just, uh, I have so many feelings about what you just did, and I don't know really how to express them enough. Thanks, man. But yeah, very, like, I'm okay, here's the thing. I'm thinking about, like, a ticket at work that has yeah. a name on it, yep. and our machine prints a them lot out, of last like, word, yeah. for, or last name, first name, and bury more dick. Would be something I would say at, <laughs> at nine fifteen, just completely exhausted, not realizing what I did. God, that's so funny. Very more. Also, his he's a skiing filmmaker. Of course, this is the guy that discovers wet t-shirt contests. Discovers. Yeah. Well, I guess like you have to create the parameters for a contest, being like, which ones bounce the wettest, <laughs> or something. Well, here, like it's actually funny. Okay, go ahead. The way this me. worked out. So as part of a, uh, uh, so they did, they had the uh, the t-shirt contest. So the first wet t-shirt contest uh, at the Boiler Room Bar as part of a promotion for K2 skis. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the contest was promoted, just t-shirt contest. This is a normal, fu- this is, I don't know what the plan was, whether this is going to be who oh, is the funniest novelty shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah. uh, in which airline stewardesses would dance to music wearing K2 promotional t-shirts. That was the deal. Okay. <laughs> I like the way yeah. that you said okay. Was like, okay, this is, it's approachable. All right. Maybe maybe we'll come over. I don't know. Um, however, the first oh, contestant... Oh, I'll come over. <laughs> although... Uh, the first contestant to appear was a professional stripper who danced topless, and the amateur contestants responded by drenching their t-shirts before competing. Hmm. Um, so, weirdly enough, a contest created by women for women. And then skeezy dudes are like, <laughs> spring break. Yeah, I mean, it was to gain men's attention, which is terrible. So, is it? Men's attention is terrible. It's hard to know, Nate. It's, it's, <laughs> Nate, man, oh man, are we just digging ourselves a hole here? So, um, Barrymore uh, held the second K2 wet t shirt contest in the Rusty Nail at Stowe Mountain Resort, Vermont. Okay. In order to film it. <sighs> Despite the fact that the Stowe City Council had passed a resolution banning nudity at this event. It's not quite nudity. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I That's, get it. Yeah, he's getting around it by yeah. being like, what t-shirt contest? Um, you could see the outline. Little did he know that all of 90s media would be based around this for the next, you know. Every advertisement after 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just think about, too, like every, like, American Pie 
and Euro Trip and like all of those fucking nineties uh weird, you know, just like quintessential teenage I'm all movies. Wet. Can I of, come like, in? Yeah. It's just like or you would just see it happen, you know, they're like at the bar and they're like, Oh, wet t shirt contest. Um so yeah, it was it was a nineties trope eventually. Um he held another promotional contest for K2 on the 10th of March, 1971 at Aspen, Colorado's The Red Onion Restaurant and Bar. And the contests uh, were featured in a 1972 issue of Playboy. Okay. So, starting to pick up, okay. right? Yeah. I mean, it's funny. This was a created contest from 1970 yeah. by a fucking ski man. Um. So the okay. first time it was mentioned in the press was uh, at Palm Beach uh, Post describing the contest's appearance at New Orleans uh, discotheques. The contest subsequently became established at spring break events in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, for and sure. Boy, oh boy, did that have wings. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. Now it seems like exclusively Florida was kind of the place where it's like, get, get your titties out. Um, I mean, if you get like. I mean, if you get like cool thing, if you win good stuff, then what the fuck ever, you know? Yeah. Like, are, are the winners of the t-shirt contest be like, you get a dry t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah here's suck. a towel. Yeah. It's branded with the fucking name of this bar on it called the-, the the rusty ass crack or whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck. Like the names of the bars you're saying too. It's a wet t-shirt conf- contest. Yeah, the first and one. And it's run at the the uh, Sharp Cavern. The Boiler Room Bar. The boiler um, Room. Yeah. The Sharp Cavern. The the uh, The Rusty is, Nail the rusty was the nail. one you were thinking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's funny because like so as this was happening all these bars were like encouraging it and then the you know the people were going around and being like you can't have women showing their breasts in public uh, it's a fine and the bar managers were like it's fine like, yeah. they're like how much is it five hundred dollars this is fine get Worth out of it. here get out of here yeah. <laughs> so yeah they really lent a lot of help to these bars and restaurants and uh, nice yeah I, I love the idea of a restaurant you're just like eating a blooming onion and. <laughs> You're at an Outback Steakhouse. A table of five people is standing oh, up on their chairs. Oh, and she got out. Yeah. <laughs> There's families eating. There's five very drunk people sitting in one of the... I love a mixed media kind of crowd. You it's see, like You see the waiter come over and say, please, <laughs> sit down, please. And uh, as they ask for their fourth pitcher of water, um, these people come stand. Come on down. Come on down. <laughs> We're doing a wet t-shirt contest down at the Splash Zone. Splash Zone Bar and Grill. Kids, welcome till eight. <laughs> <laughs> Going to see, inviting, inviting women to SeaWorld. <laughs> Shamu's going to bring, bring out the honkers today. Shamu's oh going to reveal some. That's a crossover I see fucking happening in Florida. <laughs> it's not the Splash Zone. It's the. Wet T-shirt contest yeah, it's, zone. Uh, um, Girls Gone Wild Sea World Edition, <laughs> <laughs> where uh, where topless girls pet dolphins, and uh, everybody lines up next to the tank, and Shamu reveals some cool assets on these on these college girls. Um. Anyways, Jacqueline Bizet's appearance in the okay. 1977 film The Deep, where she swam underwater wearing only a t-shirt for a top, helped to bring the wet t-shirt contest to a broader public awareness. That's the underwater t-shirt contest. That's yeah, that's, 
that's just for the sea animals, like the horny dolphins. Um, they are notoriously horny. Our good friend Frank Zappa in his 1979 album Joe's Garage uh, featured a track called Fembot in a wet t-shirt. Uh, tells of uh, Mary from Sh- uh, Canoga Park who takes part in a wet t-shirt contest in order to raise money to return home after being abandoned by a rock group in Miami. Okay, sure. So, some solid mention, I guess, yeah, by yeah. our buddy Frank Zappa. Do these? I mean, um, I feel like yeah, these still happen like Florida and in like party towns, like probably Vegas and New Orleans and shit. But oh yeah, I mean, like yeah, I, I don't mean, think this. I mean, we have a ton of. I mean, Portland's known for strip clubs, but I think wet t-shirt contests are just going to be a little too. I mean, the funny thing about a wet t-shirt contest is it's so middle of the road. Um. There is this funny uh, little inset. The Spanish Festival of La Tomatina, a large public tomato fight where participants become soaked with juice from tomatoes, has been suggested as another possible origin of the wet t-shirt contest. (laughs) So there are some examples of inappropriate contests. Uh, One of them I hate. Actually, two of them. Two <laughs> well, of them. I ha- I, I despise. Really like these, but but there's a there's one very good one that I'm going to talk about. Uh, so in 1998, teenagers from Portland, Oregon, celebrated a completion of a high school, uh, held a wet T-shirt contest on a Boeing 727 en route <laughs> to a me- Mexican resort, with flight attendants encouraging the activities. And an FAA investigation followed as pilots supposedly judged the contest on the flight deck, disregarding the rules of the passengers are not allowed in the cockpit. A video showed the contestants emerging from the cockpit wearing wet t-shirts. The FAA disciplined the pilots for sexual misconduct. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty fucking funny for a bunch of willing contestant people to be like, wet t-shirt contest! And the flight attendants are like, We'll go grab some bottled waters. Like, fuck yeah. Thank God. This is going to be the most boring. This was. And I'm just like working on my laptop being like, the fuck? (laughs) No, Nate, it was 1998. You were reading a book. There was nothing to do on a flight. They didn't have lights in the cabins back then. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we used to smoke cigarettes and hold uh, candles on our on our tray tables so we could read. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty funny for flight attendants to be like, all right, contestant number one. And then flight the pilots... attendants are notoriously party animals. Yeah, I know. Want to tell everybody the story about how your your flight to Alaska? Uh, they wanted to hang out with me when I landed there and gave me a lot of uh, 50 millimeter shots. Thank you guys. Shout out to Alaska Air. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go Plug ahead. for the airlines. Yeah, do number two. Uh, do you know anything about Wet Monday? Fuck no. <laughs> That's cool. This is this might uh this might be borderline offensive to Polish people. Um just flagging that in there. It's white people, we can be racist towards them. I mean it's it's might be a little cuz it's a cultural tradition, but it's also like there's a lot of funny words. All right, yeah, it's fine. Wet Monday. Wet Monday. Wet Monday. And Friday I'm in love. Uh, it's, uh, like the quote is soaking people with water day. Also, it is a Roman Catholic celebration held on Easter Monday, particularly among Polish Americans who call it no joke. Dingus day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, um, that's fucking awesome. We had the year of the doofus. I think next, (laughs) next year might have to be dingus. Dingus Day. Um, 
Boys throw water over girls and then spank them with pussy willows while they're asleep. Fuck. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay. Next. Okay, and I thought wet t-shirts were bad. Actually, maybe this was the invention of the wet t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, I was like, I kind of got something about this. Uh, This is accompanied by a number of other rituals. uh, Door-to-door processions. Yeah, do they throw them beads for exposing themselves? (laughs) I feel like maybe Americans stole more of this than we thought we did. So, yeah, they uh, apparently... Men wander around the town in colorful handmade costumes in search of women to soak. <laughs> oh my god. So day to stay inside, ladies, I guess. But apparently the, if you're the wettest at the end of the day, you're the you're going to get married the most What st- the fuck does wettest mean? If you get so What the fuck does if you get it doesn't soaked stay enough, on you? If you get soaked enough times throughout the day, apparently you're going to get married the soonest. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> okay, let me uh, get to you why it's called Dingus Day. It's spe- spelled D-Y-N-G-U-S. Good. Uh, the origins of the word dingus are obscure, but uh, <laughs> comes from a word uh, uh, in German meaning owed eggs, and also owed eggs, <laughs> and also a word uh, dingness, which means the ransom paid during war to protect against pillaging. Oh my god. So the word dingus what? is fucking... You owe me eggs and war bonds. <laughs> dingus? Yeah, you dingus. Awesome. So Let's yeah. go soak some women. I'm all out of eggs. Time to get the buckets, boys. Gonna just let's go soak some women. That's gross. Uh this is a it's fucked up. I can't imagine space on pagan rituals for the goddess of fertility called the corn mother and uh uh symbolically drenched in water i don't understand what that oh well and kept over winter and uh then uh planted in the spring okay uh wet women totally different term now soaked <laughs> i want to go drench some women <laughs> That's what Shamu says every day when he wakes up in his tiny, tiny, tiny water enclosure. Uh, Attempts have been made to curtail it. In 1410, it was forbidden by the... Long history. It has been forbidden by the Bishop of Poznan in an edict titled Dingus Prohibitor, which instructed residents not to, quote, pester or plague others in what is universally called dingus. (laughs) So... Leave the dingus alone. Yeah, throwing water, spanking them with pussy willows. Here's my question: Are they getting these bed. poor women out of bed to spank them with pussy willows? After the water had been thrown, the screaming girls would often be dragged to a nearby pond. <laughs> what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck, dog? This is. This is, hey, Poland! This is exactly the relax? same thing. Exactly the same thing as a wet t-shirt contest. Yeah. How Sometimes a girl would be carried s- out, still in her bed, before bed <laughs> and girl were thrown into the river together. <laughs> this reminds me. Did you ever see that Japanese sleep tight? Like what the fuck? <laughs> That's where the term "sleeping with the fishes" came from. Uh, look, <laughs> did you do you remember on the internet? And YouTube and everything, there was a Japanese prank show where they would um, wake people up in very strange ways. 
One of them was this guy was sleeping and they put his they they took his sheets and they slid him down a water slide <laughs> while he was sleeping. <laughs> That's and a hell of a way to wake up. up and yeah, no, it's very good. But yeah, it, it gives a whole new definition to wet dreams. Am I right? Um, which you mistakenly called wet naps. What's the difference? That you mistake it for a nocturnal emission, you would call it a wet nap. It's just fucking <laughs> horrifying to me. Um, uh, yeah, this is strange. Okay, man, another thing here. Yeah. The celebration would traditionally be accompanied by declarations in verse. I don't have an example, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. In which a young man... Fuck you! <laughs> In which a young man would climb on the roof of a building in the village, beat a tin pan, and announce which girls were to be doused along with how many wagon loads of sand, how much water, what? how much soap, and how much of all would be used on each girl. It's like, dung, 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 Sarah gets it! <laughs> Sarah, 500 bags of sand, 16 bars of soap. <laughs> And then you get fucking smacked on the ass. The Dingus Procession going also... No, the Parade of Boys is called the Dingus Procession <laughs> in a march known as Going Out on the Dingus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a live bird taken without permission and stuffed with grain soaked in <laughs> vodka to make him crow loudly. You're stuffing Would they a bird? Would a bird? <laughs> Going out on a dingus and hey, shoving Poland, a crow are you with doing vodka. Okay You're over shoving there? a crow with vodka and doing all this other oh stuff. My God. This is like the purge. <laughs> the women ding ding ding. Sarah's getting it, and you just hear <laughs> Tiffany's God, getting God, it. God. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bird. Drunk crow. <laughs> I didn't think this would be such a rich topic. The <laughs> men are out of their goddamn minds over there in Poland. Oh. Fucking relax. How did this come? <gasps> Nate, Nate. Oh, shit. A bird landed on the bird feeder. A little golden finch landed on the bird feeder. I, I called it. I scared it. I yeah. called it with my crow. <laughs> Um, in Hungary, this is known as sprinkling. At Buffalo, New York, it's known as everybody is Polish on Dingus Day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta celebrate Dingus uh, Day. In Cleveland, I'm gonna Ohio, soak my girlfriend on Dingus Day. In Cleveland, Ohio, it's celebrated with a polka parade and the crowning of Miss Dingus. <laughs> It's never not funny. It's never not funny. Uh, South Bend, Indiana. Should we get um, tattoos that say dingus till I die? <laughs> I would actually get that. Uh, if you wanted to hear a verse, I can do that, and then we will move on. I'd, I'd need to hear a verse. Your duck has told me that you've baked a cake. <laughs> Your hen has told me she's laid you a basket and a half of eggs. All right, that's more normal. Your sow has told me you've killed her firstborn son. Jesus. If not her son, then her little daughter too. Give me something, if only a bit of her fat, who will not be generous today. Let him not count on heaven. <laughs> Why are all 
like northern European things like this. That is a typical dingus song. <laughs> I like that Duck told me about the cake. That's pretty good. <laughs> Duck says we're having cake. Hen says it laid eggs. Sal told me kill Sal- my children. Sal said, where are my babies? <laughs> and I want some of that. That's awesome. But also, just why is most of Northern Europe like this? It's always like, don't step on the squanchy or her tendrils will intersect with your eardrums. And it's like, what? And you and- will go to wet hell. Yeah. <laughs> appease, appease the feathers upon your tuchus, for you are the fool this evening, Brother Bill. It's like, it's always this weird, <laughs> like when. What, you know, they're so strict and benign of humor up there. So anytime there is like elation and humor and like northern European shit, it's always just it's like when the weird kid in class finally so like thirsty. wants to you know, like there's a kid that's like always quiet in class, he's kinda weird, and then, you know, all of a sudden it's like it's a it's a party day, we're having a pizza party and the kids are laughing and everybody's kinda interacting. Then that kid's up, and he's like, yeah, and you know when you hurl wet cement at the ducks, and then you stick them together, and you drown them, and people are like, whoa! <laughs> That's, like, kind of how I feel about your Northern Europeans being, you know, when they're like, yeah. oh, you want to have some fun, yeah? All right, let's stick all these sticks in Brett's mouth! It's like, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Let's uh, beat him with a branch. Le- yes, let's take these garbage pails filled in with water and suck the women and beat their bottoms with pussy willows. It's like, oh, okay. Let's light them on the fire. <laughs> and then we will have to throw their bed into water to put them out, huh? Cool time. I, I am the biggest dingus. Ha <laughs> My doc told me about the cake. I am King Dingus, and your bed is now boat. <laughs> your boat bed is sinking in water. We are taking on water. Go suck the eggs, huh? <laughs> she doesn't get it's it because like, she is woman and only been drenched twice today. No man want to bed her. Just you're like being a woman at this time, walking around a corner, and you're like, doo, 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 and it's just like. You just hear. Ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a man on a bicycle drenches you and flies off into the sunset. You're like the coach at the end of a football game. Like <laughs> without, without, oh, without, warning. without warning. Without or warning or winning. Without warning. You're looking around corners trying not to be the coach in a football game. Do I hear an ominous Scandinavian verse coming from a tin can rooftop? <laughs> oh shit, that guy's screaming about duck cake. Fuck. <laughs> Okay, Matt, that's Dingus Day. I knew you would like that. That's wild. That is Wet Monday. That's why I brought it that's up. That's Wet Monday, which if this is going to fall on a Wednesday, so it won't be a Wet Monday for me, but the following Monday. <laughs> uh, do you have time for a shorty? I'm going to do this is a short game uh, that I'm going to play with you this here, This is Nate. what we're going to go out with, so if you want to just... Let's let's go out with this. So it's yeah, like- sure. Let's go out with this. So I just uh, thank you everybody for listening to this week's podcast. We man in in these months, these these winter months when we have you know just not the most fun shit going on. It has been a fucking delight to record these podcasts for you guys. So thank you for being here and listening. You're welcome. Um, or what? 
yeah, tell a friend about this podcast. Get them on board. We would love that. Uh, it's th- just like, it's kind of like hanging out in the living room with Matt and I, and you're just not allowed to talk. Yeah, which is, you know, if you've hung out with us, pretty normal. So, um, anyways, yeah. Unless tell you're s- soaked. Unless you're... <laughs> I hope currently you're bathing in your own uh, delicious Gatorade uh, earned juices. Primordial Gatorade. (laughs) Um, Thank you to Elias with Dogged Line Design Supply for our graphic. And uh, yeah, just keep on rocking the free world. We're going to go out with this uh, this fun game here. So I went on Wait, 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 wait. One thing. I got a show on the 4th. There you go. For Kelly's Fest with Shay Lee. And a bunch of other bands. There's a downtown festival happening in February in Portland. Don't know what the fuck that's going to be like, but uh, hey, oh, okay, wow. yeah, that's. I don't. I go hope... check it out. Go. <laughs> yeah, I won't be there, but you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, we got to put something on the list. I think Dingus Day is too interesting. Yeah. So I'm gonna put wet, wet t-shirt, t-shirt contests. Just because. Um, I mean, if we put primordial ooze on the list, it'll come for us. Well, here's what I'll tell you. There were some pretty upsetting articles about wet t-shirt contests that I did not share. So just trust me when I say, uh, fuck wet t-shirt contests. Okay, cool. Go to a strip club and look at some real boobs and throw them all the money you have. Consent. Um, yeah. Go support our, our fellow sex workers. Cause fellow sex workers? Matt! Mate, the <laughs> internet has pictures of my feet and... <laughs> That's cool. It's fine. All right, Size 14, this is baby. a game called Is Wetter Better? Okay. Um, so uh, I typed in wet on Wikipedia and then just looked at related topics for wet, and you have to decide whether the uh, title I give you is the title of something musical, whether it be okay. a band name, a song title, or an album, um, or if this is just something else. <laughs> okay, whether, whether the wetter weather makes me feel like i need a new raincoat okay and if you need a new raincoat check out maddie daddy vintage i have They're many no raincoats rain listed so buy one <laughs> all right this is just this Go, is just yeah this is just the title wetter is this something else or is this an album song or artist wetter's not a, not a band name no way but it's definitely a song it is a song by American rapper Twista. All right. We got The Big Wet. That's, the b- big that's a band. No, The Big Wet is an uh, informal name for floods in Australia. The <laughs> Big Wet. We got The Big Wet coming, Dan. Big Wet's on his way. Johnny lost his house to The Big Wet. <laughs> ah, yes. It's, it's a bit wet out there. Um, yes, that's The Big Wet. Uh, I put wet ass pussy here. I I think you, we already made a reference. We're fine. That's um, uh, that is what they call hurricanes in Florida. <laughs> here comes the wet ass. <laughs> Hold on to your hats. The wet ass pussy is on its Wop way. Wop is here. God's wop. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is soft and wet. Soft and wet. That is an album. This is a song performed by American musician Prince. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's it about? Papaya? <laughs> it's about... What would this be about? The this Gooch. This is about his, uh, his shaved cat. 
taking a bath. Because you know Prince loves that shaved cat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, a wet gas. This is a wet gas. Wet gas. A wet gas. That's a terribly named album. You think it's an album? Could be. All right. Like a gas of a time, you're gassing me up. A wet gas is like, it's like a party <laughs> and the sprinklers go on and everyone's having a better time. No. <laughs> <laughs> a wet gas is any gas with a small amount of liquid present, not a music okay, product. Okay, so every fart. Um, all right. Wet the bed. Wet the bed. That is an act of nocturnal emission. Uh, Wet the Bed is a song by American R&B recording artist Chris Brown oh, featuring fuck rapper Ludacris. What the fuck? <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, this is uh, the term Wet Seal. Wet Seal. Is this an album? Is this a song? Is this an artist? Or is this just a Wikipedia I feel article? like that has something to do with cock. Like sealing a bathroom. Thank you for elaborating. <laughs> Holy shit. When that came out of your mouth, I was like, <laughs> the edits. Um, you would be incorrect. Wet Seal is the American fast fashion retailer. I don't know if you remember Wet Seal in the mall. I sure do. Nope. Uh, we have Wet Nelly. Wet Nelly. Wet Nelly. Uh, <laughs> Wet Nelly. That's a, that's a band for sure. No, Wet Nelly is a custom-built submarine created for the 1977 James Bond film, The Spy Who Loved Me. Okay, that's um, cool. Fun fact, this is actually going to be my other subject, but since we ran out of time, just a couple facts about sure. this. So, Wet Nelly was going to be your other... Wet Nelly. <laughs> cool. going to be the name of... was going to be my other subject. Uh, so this was a car that was supposed to turn into a submarine for the James Bond film using Every practical Every car's effects. a submarine for a little while. <laughs> Uh, this one, you actually wear a scuba suit inside of it because it's not sealed. Oh. So it was supposed to be that, yeah, like, I don't know. Anyways, uh, after after that, they put it into a storage facility, forgot about it. A guy, uh, a guy bought the storage facility for $100 and found the fucking James Bond car, fixed it up and sold it at auction for $550,000. And then uh, guess who owns it now? Scumbag and spaceman himself, Elon Musk, bought uh, the car to say that he was going to make it work properly with a Tesla motor system. Into space. Yeah, so that is Wet I Nelly. Guess, I was going to guess Nelly Furtado has the it submarine now. submarine car. <laughs> I'm like a bird. I got an aquatic car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, just a couple more. Um, hot and wet. Hot and wet. Like the primordial ooze. I would say that is a slamming track. It is an album by American Fuck. R&B group 112 called Hot and Wet. <laughs> so which one of you is hot and which one of you is wet? <laughs> um, we got Wet Bed Gang. Wet Bed Gang. Notorious Prohibition era, era criminals. This is actually a Portuguese rap and hip hop Tuga group from uh, Vailanga. That's a terrible name. They are called the Wet Bed Gang. Uh, let's see. Dry for wet. Dry for wet. Does that mean? I don't know. So that, that's like that sounds like a Columbia clothing brand vent technology kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
What do you? Th- is, uh, is that uh, your guess? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a thing. It's a film technique in which smoke-colored filters and/or lighting effects are used to stim- uh, simulate a character being underwater while filming. Did this a lot in the '70s. Really cool practical effect. If you guys want to look it up. Um. All right. Last two here. All right. Wet za wet. Wet za wet. Wet za wet. Wet za wet. That is Chicago style deep dish pizza. <laughs> <laughs> this is a band from. Uh, they're a Polish punk rock band. Oh, they might know a thing or two about the dingus. Yeah, they're a wet dingus band. <laughs> uh, yeah, from Abaddon. Okay. Uh, and the very last one, wet and wild. Wet and wild. That is a wet and wild uh, t-shirt. That's probably not. A, that's, it, there's a lot. I bet there's a lot of albums fucking called that. I'm just trying to say something goddamn funny to close out. And I can't think of a goddamn. It's probably it's a it's a it's a conceptual prog rock album about the world's largest slip and slide. Final yeah, answer. it is. And that's how we're going to exit. Ready? And slide, 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 slide. We're done. Bye. Boop, 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 bo